Thank you and welcome back to Impactful Change Makers. And today we have Tyler Lewis with us again. Hi, Tyler. Hi. So we've been discussing um, a few things as we mentioned during our last episode that we would be covering the midterm elections and watching them pretty closely. And giving our analysis, uh, we're not ready to predict. And, and as I mentioned before, I'm a political scientist. And Tyler is a public policy um, practitioner. So we're going to stay away from predictions and watch these polls closely and just give our insight and analysis. So what do you have for us today, Tyler? Um, yeah, so first thing is the Georgia elections heating up. Um, so there are several polls out there um, about Stacey Abrams and Brian Kemp. Some say that he's they're tied. Some say that he has a 10-point lead. Um, so, yeah, that's um, the first thing happening in Georgia. It's interesting. Um... I know that those numbers will change um, slightly within the next few days. I think we have what, under what twenty five days left. Yeah. And every time I say these numbers in my head, I'm like, wow. Um, but I do definitely believe that the numbers will change. Um, Stacy will get gain a little bit more, um, and in the polls but I, I can't really say how how much and if there will be um it will close in as much as it was before now one thing that each side has to consider is um well these are not necessarily their particular um their particular elections for Senate seats or whatever, but the Senate seats will um, have a lot to do with what uh, each each candidate is, is being faced with. And I also think that Stacey Abrams is, I know her, her campaign and a lot of other grassroots organizations are hitting the ground in Georgia and really... Um, trying to to get the men to come out and vote, Black men in particular. So, yeah, do we think we're going to discuss how that is something that, you know, it, it could potentially make or break her, her, um, her run if men, Black men in particular, stay home and don't vote? Yeah, definitely that's it big part of her campaign and I can see that being a big part of how they um, continue to run their campaign as the election comes up. Right. I know over the past few um, election cycles um, the Democratic Party in particular has seen a um, a loss in, in a lot of black men uh, supporting the party and it has really brought a lot of races that 
would normally you you would one would think would wouldn't be as close as they have been. Um, it makes them it tightens the the um, the races overall. So um, I'm not saying that you know the the Democratic Party should be solely relying on black women or black men men's votes, um, particularly because. There are a lot of things that we need to begin to start leveraging when we go out and vote for them. So that's one thing that I've been paying really close attention to, the fact that there is two, the reduction or the um, the lack of support from Black men is, is, I think it's twofold. It's one some are some are actually voting Republican, beginning to support the GOP party, and then there are uh, those voters who are just not they're they're apathetic and they're just not really <laughs> into voting because neither of the candidates are um, enticing enough, I would say. So yeah, yeah. and um. Everyone think you have a um, debate coming up on um, October 17th and October 30th. Yes. Do you think there's anything in particular that Chamber takes a highlight or Chamber's highlight to really get their message across to encourage voters to come out and vote? Very good question. Um, I know that um, abortion will be a hot topic for Abrams. Um, and as it is across the, the nation, abortion is a very hot topic, hot issue button. Um, and Abrams can also, well, I think that this would more so lean towards in favor of Kemp, but Kemp can talk the, um, the Georgia economy. Throughout the pandemic, we actually have had a pretty stable economy. Um, our gas prices are the lowest in in the nation, and uh, we did see we we haven't really seen too much of a um, economic crisis that you know no one else has had seen over these past few years. Um, but I think that in in regard to this particular election. Kemp can really say that, you know, the the economy has been stable, job, there has been job growth. Of course, nationwide, job growth has slowed down um, somewhat. But overall, as, as long as he can continue to have the economy in, in the, the position that we've been in for a while, we're going to be, that'll be a good thing for him. And I believe that Georgia's budget is in a surplus. Um, I know that a few, a couple months ago, there was a, a refund that taxpayers received uh, from the governor's office. And that's because, again, the budget was in a surplus, but they've actually um, balanced the budget again, and there is another 
there's we're still in in the third month though that's pretty pretty good for if he as the incumbent is going to stay in the seat um that's really good that to have a really stable economy and a balanced budget but it would also be good for Stacey Abrams if she were to pick up enough votes and actually become the very first black governor of Georgia or black female at that um governor of Georgia so I believe um I hope I answered your question abortion and the economy those are the two things that I think will be um really really pressing issues for the state um during their election I mean during the um debate yeah and same on the topic of debate we have um Warnock and Walker debating tonight and um we know like recently um Christian Walker, Herschel Walker's son, took to Twitter to express his discontent with his father's campaign and parenting. So how do you see that shaping either the debate or his campaign moving forward? Um the debate, I see it shaping Warnock's uh jab at Walker, but as far as the overall election i don't really see it being that big of an issue because as we just we've discussed before with the way that the um political scene is right now everything is polarized if you are a republican you're going to vote for the most part you know those there are outliers for everything there are exceptions to everything but for the most part they are going to remain loyal to the republican candidate same goes for democrat it is that small percentage of undecided voters that they both are trying to get right now at this point so with that being said as far as the overall election i don't believe that herschel walker's um, or Christian Walker coming out and, and speaking against his father is honestly going to trigger anyone to say, okay, no, I'm not going to vote for him. There is a commercial to say, oh, I would never vote for, <laughs> I would, I'm a Republican and I would not vote for um, Herschel Walker, but of course we know those are paid actors. But at, at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to move the needle for or against uh, Walker in any way um, at all. So, yeah. I think that um, I think that Walker's no Warnock's um, situation with his wife, his ex-wife, and um, is that one of the, the things that we're going to discuss? Okay, you got a question for me. Uh, I was say, um, do you think that's the same case with Warnock's wife alleging that um, he ran over for he ran over her good and that he neglects their kids and what he has to do is pay child support? Yeah, I think it's pretty much the same with Warnock as it is with Walker. I have had discussions with with my students and my family. They're like my um, 
I was in my little science lab. <laughs> my research people. But um I I posed the question to both groups and um actually asked them because seemingly they both have what what one would say a domestic violence uh claim against them, right? Seemingly. So even if Warnock did not run over her foot, it's pretty much like it could be the same case. We could say the same for Herschel Walker. How do we know either of those women are telling the truth? And I don't want to like discredit either one of them. I'm not against, I mean, I'm not um, supporting domestic violence in no way, shape, form, or fashion. But what I'm saying is that. I find that it's interesting how people will believe the commercials about Herschel Walker's wife, but when you reference Warnock, it's with speculation about whether or not his wife, his ex-wife is telling the truth. Now, whether he's telling the truth about that incident or if there are previous incidents or not, we, we, the public, really do not know. However, I don't think either of the accusations is going to hinder their candidate, their, their election or the support for either of the candidates. Yeah. Um. So, um, like moving on to like more broad topics across America, Pew Research um, released um, their polling for like issues across America, and we found that the economy, gun violence, violent crimes are amongst the top issues for Americans in the upcoming election. So, like, how do you feel that that would change um, how candidates are? campaigning or formulating questions and debates and things like that. Um, say, say the part about the Pew research again. I, I want to make sure I respond um, appropriately to the question. Yeah. Violent crimes are the top issues for Americans in the upcoming election. Okay. Um, well, good violence has actually been a, a, a big topic for some years now because we do see a rise in um got gun violence and mass murders that have occurred um you know just recently you know there was a what five people were killed in Raleigh North Carolina so I think that always until until there is a solution and I don't necessarily know what that looks like because it's pretty it would be difficult to control guns it's, it's difficult because everyone does not buy their gun legally there are just as many illegal gun transfers or transactions as there are legal so who has a weapon? Nobody knows. So there is really no way that I can like wrap my brain around it right now on how or how or what gun control looks like. But I 
think that it is a a an issue that politicians can run on only because people in America are weary. They're weary. They don't know what to do. They're sick and tired of hearing about um, young kids being killed. They're tired of hearing, you know, young black men killing each other. White people, you know, like we're we're gonna be real, and 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 uh, while the news might portray it as it's just black people killing each other, no, let's just be real. Everybody is, is killing each other, though. So let's just say that. Let's just be real about that. Um, but I think those are hot topic. That's a hot topic issue. It will remain a hot topic issue as long as we continue to derive in guns and and murder at you know by the hands of someone who has shot them so yeah and then you said the economy and what was the other issue um, violent crimes okay that's pretty much the same the violent crime thing because that <laughs> out here it's been it's been the uptick in crime has been happening um over time but i believe the pandemic kind of like and i think everybody was chilled for maybe a year and i think everybody was like playing they playing catch up you know what <laughs> it's, it's really crazy i have um <clears throat> i've been paying, paying attention to a lot of the human trafficking um, notifications and things like that that they have for women. So, which means that sex trafficking, human trafficking is on the rise. And it's not just, they are looking for anybody who is vulnerable out there. <laughs> and um, that's something that needs to really be addressed. But, you know, all over, violent crimes are increasing. But I wonder if the increase in violent crime is if we can do a correlation analysis and see if that has a lot to do with poverty or unemployment and things like that. Uh, that would be interesting. Um, and I think the economy is, is still going to always, always, always be a factor. Um, I was just looking at the news a little bit earlier. And of course, the from September, from August to September, inflation went up, up, I think, about a point. And so, fun fact, well, not so fun. Um, <laughs> prior to the, um, prior to the, the war in Ukraine in February of 2022, this year, um, infl- the inflation rate had already risen to 7% from 1% when Biden took over in office. So, since the war, it's gone up to 8, some has it between 8.2% and 8.5%, which means that the war itself has only shot the inflation rate up a tad bit more than where it stood prior to the actual start of the war. And I think that we that goes unnoticed 
by a lot of people um because we want to we want to believe that it's, it's the war in some part yet but not in total and so um i think that's a really good um question about like what are some the what are the how are these going to be hot topics um during the election cycle and during the debate and i'm pretty sure that it's going to come out more that you know the inflation was already up we were already dealing with a seven percent and well six percent inflation increase um in just that year's time from 2021 until 20 February 2022 and then from now we've gone up another point or so so yeah yeah and I'd like to note a few other shifts um for Americans from this poll is that Washington the steepest rise um in terms of level of importance for Americans and that foreign policy and foreign virus outbreak were most um the ones that took notable fall. So I think that's interesting to see um, how America's shifting um, since just March when the first poll was taken. Yes. I think that um, the whole abortion matter is going to, it's going to send a lot of people to the polls, um, women in particular. And that, that seems to end up being something that is beneficial for the Democratic candidate. Um, because a lot of women are, I don't know if it's necessarily that they're, you know, anti, anti, <laughs> they're like, they are just, they want to have abortions or anything like that. I think it's more so, you know, we want to say what we want over our reproductive rights. And so this leads people to this fight, this is firing people up and, um, they have, I think it's going to cause a lot of people, a lot of women to um, show up at the polls and, and take and try to take control over this, especially considering Lindsey Graham had, he recently introduced the national ban on, um, national 15 week ban on abortion um, a few weeks ago. And I think we discussed this already in our past episode. Um, it seems like that it may harm the Republican Party and help significantly with, you know, the Democratic, the Democratic Party. I was watching a couple of shows this week, uh, news, news cycles, and it's showing in the in the battleground states like Nevada, um, Arizona, um, probably Wisconsin. I can't remember if Wisconsin was on the list. Georgia, of course, where the Democrats have like between a two to three point edge on Republicans. So they may continue to stay in control of the Senate. Um, and I think like the house is already like, they're they're considering that the house is still going to remain in the Democrat um, favor. But yeah, I think you know this, this whole abortion notion is um, going to bring a lot of people out. Yeah, and to um, close out, just how important do you think voter engagement is um, in these last couple of weeks for the election? Um, I think it's very important. 
I think it's very important because we don't know, we don't realize our power. Um, and honestly, it goes back to when we were discussing how Black men um, are starting to wane in their support with Democrats. And um, it's pretty much like taking back your, back your or realizing your power. If we don't like the candidates, we can vote for other candidates. We can, you know, ensure that other candidates are put in the race. So voter engagement to me, and this is something that I'm really passionate about, really get behind. It's really important because it helps to change a lot of our stuff. It can it can lead to change in a lot of our circumstances. But that only happens if we're paying attention to the candidates that are being put up for our, for us to vote for. Like if we're not okay with them, no, your power lies in who you vote for. You don't have to vote for someone just because they're on your party line. But I do believe that um it there is a lot of power in in voter engagement so i hope i answered your question (laughs) (laughs) that's it for this week (laughs) you got anything else just make sure you guys are keeping up with the election the important news make sure you vote come remember right and then um also Early voting, I think early voting in Georgia starts, I want to say on the 17th. Um, um, I think that once early voting starts and we get a chance to see what turnout is looking like, that'll give us more content and more um, things to discuss during this midterm season. Okay.